0: This is Shift Run Stop, a fun podcast about games and cultural stuff and comedy and interviews. We're enjoying our drinks at the Royal Festival Hall. Mm, (laughs) mm. It's lovely. It's like, um, we're like, I don't know, urban sophisticats.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're doing. We're chilling out with a Coke on ice.
0: On ice. Why is that how we're chilling out? <laughs> the Coke is on ice. It's like we've had a drink, but we haven't. It's fine. Um, but we're with Sarah Dobbs, writer, editor, blogger, horror fictionado. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Sarah, you've just launched a magazine called Reaction. Can you tell us a bit about your magazine? Yeah, so it's
2: a feminist pop culture magazine um, which covers kind of movies, TV, games, comics. Anything, music, um, lots of other stuff I've probably forgotten about, uh, anything kind of pop culture um, and looks at kind of how those things deal with race, gender, sexuality, class, anything else we feel like having a rant about, really.
1: And is it something that I, as a man, would, would be able to read and enjoy as well?
2: I think you would, yeah. Um, I have heard from some men, indeed, that they've, they've not felt it was um, particularly confrontational or anything. It's, it's fairly. Uh, open to all comers (laughs) Um, rather not to be kind of excluding people and saying no men are useless because that's not true it's just that uh, you know every other pop culture magazine out there kind of assumes that you're male and heterosexual and white and all the rest of it and kind of we wanted to um, basically say that just because we're women doesn't mean that we're not into horror movies or action movies or comics or whatever else there might be Mm -hmm. I think someone's writing something about Dungeons and Dragons for the next Mm -hmm. issue so you know as geeky as you like really
0: how often does it come, come out? out? Um, Thus far once. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> the plan is to do it every three months. Oh, okay. yeah. nice. Can you give some examples of things that are in it for our benefit of our things listeners?
2: Um, yeah. I <laughs> kind of sneakily want to look
0: at it. Um, specific articles. Oh, There's not an article. On? I do well, yeah, have one. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, like, um, it's like the size of a, I don't know, I was going to say the Guardian Weekend magazine, but it feels longer than that even. So we've got um, editors uh, for features, reviews, and on the cover of this beautiful magazine, which is a gorgeous cover actually. And you've got three women, um, three outlines of the female um, icon kind of thing that you get. Like, I want to say the ladies' toilets we icon, yeah. but is exactly that fair? There. Okay. And and the one on the left is um, uh, what's that? What would you associate that with? It's like a, she's got a circle on her chest with a, a lightning bolt through it. Is
2: it? I think it's the flash. I don't know.
0: And then the middle one, I would say that's Iron Man, but maybe it's it's not.
2: I think it's Dharma Initiative. I think it's a lost thing, but I'm not... Oh, shame.
0: Could have been Iron Man. (laughs) Could have been Iron Man. And the one on the right is um, is Star Trek, and and she's got pointy ears. She's got Spock ears. Which is awesome. Um, So, yeah. It looks great. Oh, why aren't there more women in radio? And there's a thing about Disney princesses. (laughs) I was talking to Rue about... um, Star Wars, and Rue was saying, and I was like, well, isn't it kind of a boy thing? And Rue said, oh, but there's Princess Leia, she's a princess, surely girls like... And I said, she's not a prince, I said, "She just she's like the plainest, like, just wears a white robe and has her hair up, and she's not like a proper princess. I think
1: she stands up to Darth Vader at the beginning, I think she's not a, an overt sex symbol until later until when later. she gets the, the slave yeah. outfit on.
0: I think
2: she's pretty cool. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I and also, I don't know whether you necessarily need there to be um, a girl, just to, for girls to like something, yeah. you know yeah. you can identify with Luke Skywalker being a bit young and rubbish and going through his you know, his coming of age story in the first one and all that, you know, I think you can identify with that no matter whether you're male or female
0: Well I was complaining on my blog about Iron Man <laughs> t-shirts and um, you can't get Iron Man t-shirts from Marvel in women's sizes like I want a Marvel one, I want to support Marvel and, yeah. and Promote the idea of Iron Man and make them make more films, but it 's like I had to get like a man 's medium or something. there was nothing that was like designed for a woman and I thought it was a real shame because I, I really want to be Iron Man <laughs> like I just I know it sounds
2: like but I really want to be him he's really cool yeah
0: and um, you don't necessarily need it to be a pink Iron Man right Do you just want an Iron Man t-shirt yeah. yeah yeah and often they're worse like I don't want to be Supergirl no <laughs> that'd
1: be shit <laughs> you don't want to be Pepper Potts
0: right you don't want to be Pepper Potts <laughs> <laughs> who wants to be Pepper Potts although she's quite cool but-
2: she's
1: pretty cool actually <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's,
0: she's,
1: she's not kind of wants to be yeah, yeah I just saw Iron Man 2 over the weekend actually uh, and it's great she gets to become CEO yes that's lovely yeah and, and uh, yeah she's she's uh, very nice she's yeah, very attractive she's <laughs> i'm not i'm not judging her entirely she's based very on that <laughs> i suddenly feel like the sisterhood is sat around me and uh, <laughs> suddenly everything's within this weird feminist context and i feel a bit uh, like i could be putting myself in trouble at any moment i don't think it
2: should be like that no. i don't think it should be like threatening or scary Good. it's just that that you should take into account that there are more than just men in the world <laughs> mm. I think that's a particularly radical standpoint. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm good at doing that.
2: I'm Kim Plurite and you're listening to Shift Run Stop. I'm on computers.
1: And where can people pick it up from?
2: They can pick it up from um, www.reactionmagazine.co.uk.
1: Cool. And you'll post it out?
2: Yes. Excellent. Excellent. From my own house. <laughs> it's like... Um, Zine culture, but like the well, sort of classier updated version. Yeah, that's basically, I don't know if it's that classier, but yeah, <laughs> that's basically the idea. Um, it was that kind of quiet girl aesthetic thing of just, mm. let's just do this ourselves because mm. there isn't anywhere else that we can get what we're looking for.
0: Yeah, and it's like we're saying just now, it's it's really bulky and um, feels like you're getting 3 pounds 50s worth of stuff, which is great. I want to read it I'm sucked <laughs> into
1: Layla's highly awful. distracted by It's, it's working right? A cunning
2: plan Of you know, all the pull quotes And the, and the no. illustrations And things Are, are working I think you're, you're messing with my mind I know <laughs> So
0: Sarah Watched um, All the Saw films Recently <laughs> I was reading On her blog Can you tell us About your your ordeal <laughs> or was it an ordeal it, was
2: it enjoyable I, I, I suspected You might ask about that it, it, I thought it was Going to be an ordeal But mm. I think By about the time I'd got to three or four I I'd kind of got completely sucked into this world and I was just like no these movies are awesome <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> which is terrible because I really should stop defending like movies that everyone else hates it just gets me in trouble but um
1: and was this an all-day thing you started in the morning
2: no I, I wanted to but um <laughs> sadly we, we only decided that we wanted to do it on the Sunday before Saw 3D came out so right. we basically watched like one every night for the week after work or two in some cases um and just, yeah, started with one and plowed through And then, And unfortunately, the, um, Saw 7 or Saw 3D was a massive disappointment. It wasn't as good as the rest of the franchise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and would you say it's only at that point that it's fallen off? Because it seems like yeah. the pers- <laughs> perceived wisdom is that something around Honestly, four or five, it suddenly no, no. gets well, a
2: lot worse. Oh, God, I'm going to rank them now. No, the first one, I think, is um, a lot better than people remember it being. Mm. It's kind of fairly thrown together and it's it's mm. very cheap and obviously made very quickly, but... It's it's a pretty good thriller. The Saw Two is terrible. The saw Two is just appalling. <laughs>
0: so Can you remind us what happens in each one? Oh, the, oh first one famous, <laughs> the first one is the first one is the famous um, the one with the room and he had well he's like chained to the toilet with his leg his leg yeah. on a chain and there's only like a couple of guys in it out mm-hmm. there and then yes. as it goes on it, and we won't and give the
1: ending away but it's, <laughs> no, it's actually quite a good film.
0: It's great. I, th- I think it's a good film. I liked it's a good it. sort of low budget. Like really quite, kind of, if I was in that situation, what would I do?
2: Yeah, sort of? exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: pretty exciting.
0: And then what happens in 2? Two?
2: Uh, 2 is lots of people in a house uh, that's filling up with nerve gas... Um, and they have to do various traps to try and get themselves out of this house mm. and the one kid in there is the son of the detective and Jigsaw's actually testing the detective uh, and he has to try and save them before they all die from inhaling mm. nerve gas but it's really not very good Saw 3, the first time I saw it I hated it and was like this is why movies suck and the world is terrible um, <laughs> but on rewatching it is actually quite good no one is going to thank me for defending Saw 3 so I don't know why I am but um, it's it's got... Jigsaw on his deathbed and um, a doctor trying to keep him alive and she's got, like, a collar around her neck with uh, some kind of explosives strapped Mm. to it that if he dies, her head will blow off, basically. (laughs) (laughs) I really shouldn't explain these films. Um, And and then uh, there's a guy going through a series of traps, again, through a maze, and he... The lesson that Jigsaw wants him to learn is that he should forgive the person, the hit-and-run driver who killed his child, son, daughter... Not really sure... um, and then should forgive and get over that so his traps are all kind of emotional like he has to set fire to all his children's toys to get the key to save the judge who let off the drunk driver and all the rest of it
0: <laughs> is, that the one, is that where Amanda is introduced? Is it that one or the um, next one? Amanda is Amanda's briefly in the first one
2: um, with a bear trap on her head and then she's in the second oh, yeah. one she's one of the people in the nerve gas house yeah.
0: um,
2: and, and Jigsaw's trying to test her to see if she can manage to not kill people 4, 5 and 6 sort of vaguely repeat the sort of themes of 1, 2 and 3 <laughs> But uh, six is the, is the is actually genuinely good
0: because <laughs> I think four and five
2: kind of they're, they're okay
0: they're alright. Can you enjoy the later ones without seeing all the earlier no, ones? That's no, that's the thing. And oh, the worst, the worst thing the about
2: it is in. it's like it's a massive soap opera. You, it's basically <laughs> like but with torture and killing and stuff. But um, but like what was interesting I think about rewatching them in such a short space of time and in order was oh. that the first time I'd watched Saw three and I was like I don't know what the hell's going on. There's some people and they they're acting like it's. Relevant, but I don't understand who they are. Um, and then watching them, it turns out that there's all these kind of almost as if the writers had kind of looked back at the previous ones and gone, Oh, no, there's a bit of a plot hole here. We don't understand how this <laughs> happened, but we can write this and it will yeah. fix it. The f- way that Amanda kind of cocks everything up in three, they write round it in one of the later ones, and it turns out she was actually being manipulated by someone else, um. and it all makes much more sense. <laughs> and you get sort of drawn into this weird, like, little family around Jigsaw and Amanda and his ex-wife and, and this other guy, one of the detectives who gets drawn into the traps and 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 yeah, just got a bit obsessed <laughs> in a slightly weird way. I guess that's what happens if you watch too many movies in a short space of time.
1: It sounds like Lost with that sort of slightly improvisational <laughs> writing style.
2: Yeah, totally. Um, and that's why Seven was rubbish because it just threw it all away. And I, you know, I felt invested in those characters <laughs> after six films.
0: It sounds like a bit like House because you know, like in House. Someone has to always learn a lesson, and I, I love oh, House, I love it. it, and I love Hugh Laurie, and he's brilliant. But like, every episode there's always like a kind of a, <laughs> but what do you really mean when you're doing yes. that? Why are you really acting like that? And they're all kind of doing this like pop psychology on each other yes. all the time. And then, uh, yeah, and then at the end someone dies yeah. sometimes, so it's a, it's a bit like Saw they die they don't learn the lesson though? Yeah, kind of, yeah. If they don't learn mm. the lesson of like, what was wrong with them?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> so you don't recommend Saw 7, or Saw 3D as it's known?
2: No, I know. I feel like I want to be one of those people that's like a purist and just refuse to acknowledge the title unless it's in like Roman numerals.
1: No. <laughs> so I've only seen the first three and I watched them back to back in the same day while I was quite poorly. Feel? Well, it was it was bad because I was ill. Um, yeah, yeah but yeah I think the first one's the best and given how they then tailed off a bit I'm they, they I'm not thinking that all seven six, is worth doing six
2: is really good honestly six is really good. but I don't know whether you can appreciate six or that because we I think the reason why um, we decided to go back and watch them is because we went on the Saw roller coaster at Thorpe Park mm. um, and in the Saw and they've got one of those walkthrough mazes where people hide in the shadows and grab you and stuff um, and I was just walking through it going I, I, I understand that this is referencing Saw but I don't know what it is like uh, okay there's a guy in a mask I don't know what you're doing Um and so we decided to go and watch them. And Six is actually quite good, and it's about, well, slightly out of date now, I guess, because it's about healthcare system in America. And, and the kind of the person that Jigsaw is punishing is the guy who denied him his health insurance when he had his brain cancer, <laughs> and how he has to teach him a lesson about the, the, the worth of human life, which makes it sound really, really kind of try it maybe it is but (laughs) was good anyway it had that kind of like anger against against the world that you know we have to put this right and that's what's really odd about it is that this kind of idea that maybe jigsaw's some kind of just really messed up vigilante that just sort of like batman but super wrong
1: (laughs) are you a big horror fan generally yes from, what's your favourite uh, film at the moment? I mean, other the than moment, the, the or, Saw franchise, or, or, ever. or ever, ever. In ever. fact, let's go forever.
2: Ever, ever is American Werewolf in London. My mom tells me that apparently when I was eighteen months old and in my like high chair, my dad was watching that film and I saw it, and apparently that's just like scarred me for life. Uh, <laughs> that's <where it> <laughs> you can tell that the people who made the Saw movies are massive horror movie nerds because they just constantly slip in references mm. to things that like things I hadn't really noticed until I went back and watched them again. Well, there's a really um, terrible bit, and I think it's. Possibly Saw so Two, where um, Jigsaw is telling the detective where to drive the car. Yeah, it must be Saw so Two. It's Eric Matthews. Detective Eric Matthews, where he's going to drive his car to go and find his son, and um, and he says it's the last house on the left. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, that was that was that was really not subtle in
3: any way. <laughs> so it's like it's like Christmas morning already, but in Mexico. Um, the first packet I've got here is is called Takis Nitro, uh, Taki, spelt spelled T-A-C-I-S, and um it's it's written in English on the side. It says habanero and lime flavored corn snacks. So I expect and like look at look, look at them inside there. Ooh. They're very brightly colored. That's pretty dog treaty. They
0: are exactly like that, right that, that,
3: that, that, that that's your reference point. To be clear then these are from Mexico?
0: Yeah, these are from Miss Henry, Danny O'Brien's young lady. Who was on the show I think she was in the background in some of the interview that we did with Danny she said she's been promising for ages and she's finally sent us all these amazing things from I think a Mexican supermarket in California perhaps or from Mexico if she's been there recently so they're Mexican authentic snacks and we're just trying some um, Takis Nitro now Arriba
1: Arriba mm. it's hot oh. very spicy Crikey. I like that a lot though oh yeah have an alcoholic drink that'll get rid of it. That. wow that's um, it's it's both hot and sweet at the same yeah. time you're not a fan. No, I like. I them. don't
0: like spicy things.
1: Mm. I think Mexico might not Ooh. be the country for you. I know. Mm. Right. Do we funny. know what fuego means? I'm not going to
3: speculate. After someone, <laughs> someone on the forum gave me a hard time for not knowing any Portuguese, <laughs> <laughs> knowing the difference between Spanish and Portuguese. But
0: I I'd in be, in,
3: in one of those languages, fuego means fire. I think.
0: Oh. Like Tierra
3: del Fuego, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, the forum. But um, look, there's little, there's little flames on the fuegos as well So yeah. um,
0: it's, it's burning my skin I like it It's burning outside of my
3: mouth <laughs> oh, it's, oh,
0: it's, it's, like Some fire's actually on fire <laughs> It's
3: dissolving through the table like an alien <laughs> well, we'll move those away okay, from later oh, no. What's next <laughs> then Dave? Well, also in the chilli and lime flavour <laughs> uh, Popular combo These are called sabratones These are puffed wheat snacks Oh
0: this isn't as bad A bit more mild mm.
3: They're a bit like um, prawn crackers Oh yeah mm.
0: Or flat quavers.
1: Mm,
3: it's good.
0: Mm. I love that flavour. Yeah, they're nice. I'm not burning yet.
3: I mean, I prefer the takis nitros, only, only because they're, they're a bit more on your face.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, these are easier to eat by the handful. Mm. Yes.
0: Yeah, I can actually taste this. It's not just burning me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um. mm perhaps during the course of this, like, yeah, we'll gradually slow down and sort of go, oh, God. <laughs> I'm burning.
0: Are <laughs> ah, <laughs> they all going to be this burning? What
3: have we got here? Now, we don't know mm. what these are. I mean, it says they're charitos, sal limon. Um, I'm guessing that's maybe salt, and that's limon, lemon. lemon. Mm. Um, charros are a kind of like um, Latin um, snack that are like deep fried. It's like a fried food, isn't it? Yeah. Like a, fried, a fried bready food. So I was wondering...
0: These are like little sort of wiggly worms. <clears throat> yeah, what's
3: oh, in I mean, here? These are, oh, these are
0: salty. So it comes with a sachet of hot sauce, which I'm not going to put on it. In
3: <laughs> You're not going to open that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yeah, it's it is. Yeah, that's what it says on the top. Salsa picante.
0: Mm, they're very salty. You can taste the lemon as well.
3: Mm. Now I can't tell if they're if they're hot at all or if they're or if, if that's still just kind of residual residual lemon. injuries.
0: They're a bit like, you know, like Doritos or something, like the toast afterwards when you've had some Doritos. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's that kind of corn chip type. Mm,
3: they are made from corn flour. Oh, there Which, of course, is a staple of the Central American diet mm. and is uh, part of uh, Jared Diamond's argument as to why uh, a lot of the more sort of feisty civilizations developed in the, in what we consider to be the, the European-Asian nexus, because um, they had a wider range of, uh, of grains to domesticate, whereas uh, in America you only have corn. There are only certain circumstances under which you can grow corn, and there are only a few things you can actually make out of corn. You have to grind it up uh, to make bread and that kind of thing, but over here we had wheat, so we could make bit I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I I, I'm not saying I've read the book, it's <laughs> just like... Um
0: what do you think of the cube franchise because i always sort of associate that with sore in my head for some reason in terms of it's
2: the it's same like sort of it's
1: yeah, slightly slightly a, thrillery. Tra- yeah yeah i quite enjoyed the first cube what did you think i'd
2: like the first cube i haven't seen any of the others i wouldn't are? bother frankly from, they, uh, from what they i've get seen worse yes.
1: <laughs> there's cube two hypercube uh, isn't
2: that cube 3? <laughs> oh, dear. and Cube zero as well oh, There is there? Oh, oh, zero. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that cubes. should be the next marathon we'll just you should. do all do the cube movies that'll probably hurt though won't it what I've learnt from doing
1: movie marathons especially in a franchise that gets worse yeah. is do it backwards uh,
2: then you we'll finish on a high
1: and <laughs> <We'll> get drunk
2: <laughs> that's yeah. our usual plan um, what do we we did um, Hellraiser um, one to four I think because so they're way more than that but, we, lot, uh, yeah. but four. I think four is a good number for a marathon because beyond that it, three is probably better but four you can kind of cope with before your brain just shuts down like, literally, I was going to bed after I'd watched all the Hellraiser movies and sort of looked out of the window and just genuinely expected to see, like, yeah, a Cenobite yeah. or something outside yeah. my window. I was like, something's, something's gone wrong. In fact, that happened with Saw as well. I was on the train, oh and the guy got on the train, and I like, just, for a split second, went, oh, that's Jigsaw. No, no, he isn't,
1: because he's <laughs> uh, not
2: a real person, and he wouldn't be on my train, and if he was, I probably should be slightly more scared.
1: All right, <laughs> <I like> Jigsaw.
2: <laughs> like, like, slightly forgetting that that was, like, in a film and not just people I know. Yeah. Yeah. What was the last film you saw? Oh, God. What was the last film I saw? The last film I saw was a Japanese movie called Vampire Girl vs. Frankenstein Girl. It was amazing. <laughs> and that was on DVD? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Funnily enough, yeah. Um, just completely splattery Japanese nonsense. Okay.
1: Uh, sort of like a, so. a bit gory?
2: Yeah, very, very gory. But in a sort of people getting their arms chopped off and blood squirting everywhere. Insane kind of way, and um, you know, the Frankenstein girl by the end of it has basically turned herself into a helicopter by um, taking off part of her arm and part of her foot, I think, and like screwing them together and into the top of her head, and then like spinning it around really fast to make (laughs) herself fly. It was just like this, it's insane and amazing. Like, I don't know how anyone ever thought of that, but it's
0: kind of brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) How does it occur to you to do that? Have you seen a film, I think it's Korean, um, called. Uh, The host. Yes, I've
1: seen that. Have you? Have you seen seen it?
0: (laughs) Yes, I (laughs) didn't know it was so popular.
1: That's a popular Korean film. I thought
0: it was good. (laughs) I enjoyed it. It's all right. I thought it was like what Doctor Who should be like. (gasps) Yeah, that was my theory on it. Clever.
2: Yeah, I yeah, it is. That's that's another sort of not. It is a horror film, but sort of isn't because Mm. it's about the family drama and. Mm. But then again, actually, I don't want to say that horror films can't be about drama and emotion and people because Mm. they kind of are most of the
0: time. What's the, what's the horrific thing about horror? Is it, like, physical or is it emotional? or I don't know. It's just, what, it's just yeah, everything. I think as Whatever. long as it just kind of scares you on some...
2: I think it, if a film is primarily designed to scare you or unsettle you in some way, then it's a horror mm, film. Yes. Like Cloverfield, I'm not sure people thought of that as a horror film, but it it kind of is, Really? It's hard to classify it as anything else. I think I'm not sure
1: it scared me though. That's the thing. Oh, it
2: scared the hell of me. I Did loved it? it. I loved it. Uh, yeah. Did you like Blair Witch? Yes. <laughs> <Did you? laughs> oh yeah. I think it made me sick. <laughs> I think watching yeah, yeah, it made yeah, me yeah. not like travel sick. Something.
0: Yeah. Really no, I can't. I think no. It's just the it's the travel yeah. sick like oh, from the wobbly. Motion sickness, yeah. right? Yeah. That's why I can't play those computer games where you're going into a thing and it's all (laughs) wobbly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so Blair Witch Project, I guess, has that same thing as as Cloverfield, where it's sort of unsettling and you don't know what's happening, and and probably even less than Cloverfield, in that you never really see anything. Yeah, What do I mean? It pushes it it even more to that extent of just, like, you know, ratchets up the tension and then Mm. then there's an ending.
2: Yes, (laughs) indeed. And it almost doesn't matter what the ending is. No, um, and I think Cloverfield maybe even worked... Better just because you could sort of sympathise with the characters a little bit more. I don't know, I mean, a lot of people do find them really annoying as well. Mm. I think they kind of are at the beginning, but by the end of it, you kind of feel like you want them to live because they've been through such nasty things and mm. you kind of identify with them a bit. Whereas in The Blair Witch, they just get really irritating and whiny.
1: A lot of yeah. screaming. Yeah. There is a
2: lot of. Sc- the, the, the bit where the guy admits that he's thrown the map into the river, and you just think, you're an idiot. <laughs> 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 Why would you do that? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that doesn't help with you build, building a relationship <laughs> with the characters. No, no, apart
2: from just an annoyed relationship.
3: Right, what's next? And should we, should we conclude with the frosted toast? Yes. I don't know whether it's technically a <coughs> savour or not, but let's, let's have a sweet course.
0: Frosted toast, yeah, um, well, that's all the information. It feels like a sort of cheese toasty that's been wrapped individually.
3: And it's from it's from Bimbo. Who, um has, been, has Bimbo been on the show before? I
0: don't think so. Oh, it smells.
3: they have got a little P- Pillsbury Doughboy-style character.
0: Well, this one's got a little a little football-playing um, oh, teddy on there, yeah.
3: Perhaps he's Bimbo, Wouldn't, the
0: but um, Bimbo the bear.
3: Also, oh, this this is actually like two slices of toast.
0: Genuinely is two slices of toast. And what's
3: what's
1: going on between them?
0: <laughs> it's not even like Melbourne toast or anything. It's just toasted bread <laughs> from out of a toaster. And in between them, sorry, it's crumbling in my hands, is this white stuff that's presumably the frosting.
3: I, 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 and it does be... smell quite unusual, <laughs> so I
0: want someone else to...
3: Well, e- even from here, I'm, ge- I'm, getting, I'm getting a hint of the uh, hydrogenated vegetable oil.
0: That, um.
3: <laughs> it's not so bad. I mean, particularly after the, um, the kind of savoury assaults mm. that we've had so far.
0: It's quite astonishing they're selling it as a snack, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> some bread with some sugar in between it. I think it's the smell that's that's the problem. Yeah. I think the taste isn't actually that bad, but the I'm slightly sure. sort of cheesy, feety kind of.
3: But if you imagine it as the filling in a custard cream or something like that. Mm. Just slightly cheesy, just yeah. like. um, yeah. But not yeah. in a bad way. Like, you're just going to. No, gonna... I think it is in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, considering it's been in a bag for what is, what is presumably a number of weeks, yes. I mean, this isn't a bad slice of toast. That's a bit worrying in its own right. How, <laughs> has, it, <laughs> how has it been maintained How is it been? Well, you know, I, now, now it sounds like that website where someone someone stuck a, a McDonald's burger on her mm. windowsill or something and said, "Oh, look, it hasn't gone off." And then, well, then, and, and then I think some scientists said, "Yeah, that's because it's dried out. That's because mm. mould doesn't grow on things that have dried out." <laughs> why you not put it on your windows? Yeah. Why not put it in a bag? Um, then you'll see how mouldy it gets. <laughs> also fascinating. The reason the reason I think that the individual sort of breadcrumbs never go mouldy. So you know, yeah, because like like, if you look, yeah, if you look at if you look at what's you know what's in the bottom of your toaster, Mm. if that was just pieces of bread, that That never goes mouldy. Yeah, yeah. I mean obviously it's being cooked every time you switch your toaster on, (laughs) It's keeping it (laughs) nice and dry. Mm. Well, Liz Henry. Oh, thanks, Liz. Thank you. We'll we'll have to revisit Mexico in a future week. Lovely.
0: Because you, you do sort of film reviews and yes. that, don't you? That's your thing. Where can people find those? Uh, com. And is, is that because you usually do hate them? <laughs> <laughs> do, you a, do you try and take it? <laughs> it's
2: because I just wanted star? a really obnoxious URL <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't think of anything clever.
1: So. And you've been quite <laughs> positive <laughs> about a lot of films today. Are you more... Um, when you're reviewing yeah, them, well. are, do you write out of a point of view of writing about films that you hate? Or, or do you write uh, positive reviews as well?
2: <laughs> I do write positive reviews as well. Um, I think... I think if you you know and if you look at the Sarah Hager movie and the number of films that I have said are terrible, you might think that I'm this really miserable, horrible person who hates everything, which is kind of the opposite of where it's coming from. it's like I go into any horror movie just ridiculously optimistic, mm-hmm. like there was a trailer the other week um before. I think Saw 3D or something for um, My Saw to take the new Wes Craven and my boyfriend was like that looks terrible I was like it's a horror movie it might be good (laughs) (laughs) I want it to be good I want it to be good so much that when it's not I just feel like personally (laughs) affronted like how dare you make this film that was rubbish
1: (laughs) something Andy Nyman said a few weeks ago that really stuck with me is that horror fans will seek out that one moment in a film, even though they know the film's going to be dreadful, they'll, they'll go to see a film just because it's a horror film and just because it's going to have one bit in it that they're going to enjoy. That sounds like you.
2: <laughs> I don't know, maybe. I guess I do want to find something to enjoy about everything. Although there are some things, like a terrible ending where it's all a dream, where it will just turn me <laughs> off the <laughs> entire <example>. thing. <laughs> yeah. But, or, you know, just some kind of... Something like that, where the ending is just nonsense or whatever, will mm. just make me just hate the rest of it, which mm. is a shame. Um,
1: so yeah, your sort yes. of your reviews are, are filling the opposite space which is not only is there something you're there to enjoy but the one thing that really lets you down you're going to rant about that. You're yeah. going to let people know what it is that's really ruined it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> but I just I, I, maybe I'm just I look for the wrong things in films because there are so many films that I love that everyone else hates like um, The Happening the, the M. Night Shyamalan mm. film The Happening I love that film I just I love it so much and
0: everyone else hates I it. it
2: and I'm just like I will fight you about this film
1: I think you're literally <laughs> the only person I've ever had <laughs> uh, but give a poster you know, it's it.
0: interesting hearing someone explain what it is about it yeah. that they like so what is it about The <laughs> Happening I think you should justify it to all it's our just, listeners
1: because yeah, everyone's now <laughs> disagreeing <laughs> with you Yeah,
2: millions of people going no she's wrong (laughs) Um, I I don't know it's just I think I kind of have a sort of affection for Emlet Sherman and, and and other filmmakers who kind of make films that are completely their vision. Like the happening doesn't feel like a film that went out of control or um, that was just like, you know, a bit of a cock-up that it was a mistake. It feels like that is absolutely the film that he wanted to make and and, and he's made it how it came because Mark Wahlberg is doing something really weird with his voice for most of that <laughs> film. Where he's talking in this really strange, like slightly high pitched, weird um, uh, just tone and, and it's like well that's obviously a conscious choice because that's not how he talks <laughs> (laughs) You've made him do that for some reason that made sense in your head. I I kind of respect that. Like, you know, that's what you wanted to do, and that's what you've done. And also, I think there are bits in the happening that are genuinely creepy. And uh, I think it has bits that are really funny as well, with like, well, we're talking to the plant. And everyone seems to think that that's like funny because it's so stupid. But it's like, well, I think it knows it's funny. I think it's done it for a reason. Um, And it's just, I think part of it as well is that it's such, um, it feels just so original and not like anything else because it's as if it kind of leads you to, to expect something and then right when you think things are building to a kind of tension you know, I, I don't know, building to a climax or something, then they'll completely dispel that tension and just throw it away with a silly joke or something. And and I kind of like that because you just never know what it's going to do, where it's going to come from next. I just think it's it's just really interesting film.
0: Maybe yeah, not, definitely. you know, the best film ever made, but I just think it's really really fascinating. What I thought was quite funny about that film is is it's got Zuri in, I think. Am I right? Yeah. And she's um she's probably the stillest actress I've ever seen. <laughs> she's so kind of like she's made of glass or something and then um, and like this sort of eyes and, uh, and yeah and so so the idea of the happening is that people suddenly become still i think and you know you never know what's going on and there's like this stillness that's like taking over the world yeah and and so often throughout the beginning of the film the, the camera will pan around to her and she'll just be standing there normally but you kind of go oh my god what's happened to <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: you she's got the stillness the and it's
0: happened. Yeah but no it was just uh, her being her normal self <laughs> so yes I enjoyed that
2: <laughs> but it's just, it's just it's full of just little weird moments like where yeah. the, they go they, they hook up with this like, older couple and, and then he's talking about hot dogs and doesn't everybody like hot dogs hot dogs are the perfect food and he's just like this is a really strange thing to put in a film but you've obviously done it for a reason <laughs> yeah. and, and you know that was your vision that's what you wanted to do good for you <laughs>
0: What do you think about the recent rash of apocalyptic films? Do you, do you have a theory about that at all? Um, apocalyptic N- name horror. Some. So 2012. <laughs> um, 2012. I was thinking of um, the, the Day the Earth Stood Still. That, that was one. Some time ago now. But yeah, okay. Well, I mean, like, as in the last five years. Recent-ish rash. Um, iRobot. The one about the water. Oh, that was 2012. The thing. Um, t- uh, day twenty-eight day days tomorrow. later. That was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. the day after tomorrow. Twenty eight weeks later. That's yeah. the one with the snow. That was ages ago. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what Leila's asking is, you know, all those post-apocalyptic films that have ever been made, no. <laughs> including The Road.
0: No, I have a theory that. Yeah, The Road. Exactly, The Road. Um, twenty-eight weeks later. That was fairly recent. Uh, the Day after tomorrow was kind of um, the day the earth stood still. The <laughs> day ago. the earth stood still. The happening. I'm including, by the way. Um, the one about the water with the boat twenty was that twenty twelve with the massive um, boats at the end. Waterworld. The arcs, <laughs> not Waterworld. <laughs> what um, do you think that there's uh, that that's like the current zeitgeist? you fear? Do, does fear have like it does yeah, definitely it
2: it mm. definitely does and and that's kind of you know because the, there was that whole kind of torture porn uh, rash of films around oh, Saw yeah. and, and Hostel that was a, a thing and that's kind of not yeah, quite yeah, gone away movie yet movie. annoyingly. Mm. I don't know about post-apocalyptic I haven't <laughs> I haven't seen 2012 maybe that's a problem mm-hmm. maybe I need to see it I think you probably can't tell until you look back I think you probably need to be um, you know 20 years in the future or something and go oh well this was going on and you know the economy collapsed and that's yeah. why or, and everybody's thinking about we'll have to go and live in caves and mm. fight with knives um,
0: <laughs> all the zombie ones there you go land yeah. and Dawn of the Dead and Charlie Brooker's zombie big brother thing yeah um Zombie? Why do people like zombies? What's that about? <laughs> come on, well, I saw
2: um, a graph the other day of uh, somebody had mapped kind of uh, the number of zombie films that come out per year, mm. and then where there are peaks, there seem, seem to be like specific world events. Um, so uh, I can't even think of one, but so there, there's they're at war, or there's mm. something, some some kind of thing that makes people afraid of. The, dead people i don't know i don't know it's but i think it's really difficult to analyze like a cultural moment when you're in it because you can't mm. really tell what what the predominant themes are because you're too close to it i think you need to mm. yeah and it
0: back.
1: becomes clear afterwards yeah
2: yeah you know all those torture movies of people saying is that to do with iraq war and, and yeah. the kind of torturing prisoners of war and all the rest of it possibly I, I think maybe we are again still too close to that to really know mm. What events kind of define us? What you know? What defines our generation? I don't know. Mm. We won't know until we're further away from it. Yeah. Mm. Or people are writing about us and saying, "Oh, back in 2010, they're all obsessed with." Yeah.
1: Or even if not event. consciously obsessed with, then influenced yeah. by, you oh, know, yeah. just yeah, knowing yeah. that Guantanamo Bay is out there yeah. will mean that that will frighten you a bit more than it would have done ten yeah. years yeah, ago definitely. when you'd never yeah. thought about it. Yeah.
0: But I think I think ghosts are scarier than zombies. That's my um, inter- intelligent um, <laughs> conclusion. Why, why, mm-hmm. why is a ghost scarier than a zombie? Because zombies are kind of tangible and, like, obviously... Well, it depends, because you get supernatural zombies and then you get, like, science zombies who've been mysteriously resurrected by some kind of chemical spill or whatever. Science zombies are just, like, a monster that's been created that you can kind of understand how it works and then you can destroy it and it doesn't have any... Will it doesn't know who you are, it doesn't select you or anything. But ghosts are like, whoa, the ghost. <laughs> that's well scary. Like a ghost can, you know, it, it's like it's like an aura of fear that can surround you. Almost.
2: So it's the
1: theory that because you can't just cut off its head to kill it, a ghost yeah. therefore is you much more unknowable. Ghost. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm with that.
2: The ghost isn't actively trying to bite you though. That's
0: true.
1: Can yeah. a ghost hurt you? Because yeah. a zombie can certainly eat your brains.
0: I think a ghost can get like a hotline to your fear, and I think when people start to make ghosts into a thing that can like attack you somehow like Mm. slimer or whatever (laughs) he wasn't very scary right i think but i think they become less scary the more physical presence they give them like poltergeist even poltergeist i think it's scarier when it's just a crackly tv and and then when it becomes just like something throwing stuff throwing toys in a bedroom it's like just close the door (laughs) 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 Go
1: somewhere else
2: (laughs) Do you like um, other kind of Japanese ghost movies then, like The Ring and all those? Mm, I thought they
0: were quite yeah, quite scary. Yeah.
2: I, I don't know what it is about them because they're like thousands of them now because they just kept churning out the same thing. Mm. And and they should have stopped being scary, but somehow they haven't. Somehow mm. it's still terrifying. <laughs> just don't want a strange ghost oh, creeping around. Thing. There's no. something about
0: that facelessness as well, isn't there? Yeah, that's really frightening.
1: Is that how paranormal activity works? Because I haven't I haven't seen either of those films. You don't see that the same? much.
0: Yeah, I, don't, I think you don't see. Much, but it is another one of those poltergeisty ones. I think yeah, paranormal activity. I think they ultimately conclude it's a demon, don't they, rather oh, that's than a true. ghost. Yeah, yeah. The,
2: the exorcist comes in and says, "Oh no, yeah. they're nastier than just a ghost."
0: Yeah, it's an extra bad one. But I think demon <laughs> Yeah, demons. That's then you get into religion and so I don't know. Uh,
2: yeah, I suppose so. But then,
0: you know, the exorcist
2: is terrifying. <laughs>
0: Even mm. if you take,
2: you just sit there and go, "Well, I'm an atheist, so I do." Believe in this. Yeah. It's still scary. I don't
0: know. I don't know. Do you not think so? I think maybe in the way I find it scary for him, like for the for the guy that <laughs> right. is the and then and then like in the same way the Wicker Man, and you yeah. kind of go, oh fucking hell, that's really sucks. bad. <laughs> 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 that's, yeah. I wouldn't want to go like that. it's really bad. <laughs> <in that line. laughs> it really sad. <sucks>. Not pleasant. <laughs> but that is really scary because it's like human, the evil of humans and stuff. Maybe that's the most yeah.
1: scary thing of all. I
0: think it is. Like yeah. Jigsaw from Saw. No, no. Maybe that's why yeah. he's so scary.
1: Sense. Yeah. Mm.
3: You,
0: you, you and you. Sarah Dobbs, thank you so much for coming and talking to us all about the horror films. Um, I'm sorry we've—I feel like we've just made you talk about horror films, but it's been fun, and, <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed as well.
2: That's basically what I do in my life: <laughs> talk about horror films to anyone who listens. So it's all Perfect. good. Perfect. Thanks for having me. Um, you've been listening to shift run stop you can follow us on twitter at shift run stop visit the website shiftrunstop.co.uk and send an email to podcast
0: at shiftrunstop.co.uk